You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, now, post game of podcast, Boomer and Carton on Monday, March 16th. We're getting very close to St. Patrick's Day. We're also getting very close to the NCAA tournament, uh, as we could tell, driving in, listening to the breakdown of the brackets, which is very exciting. Um, I, I don't know about you, NCAA basketball. I do Columbia basketball, so I see 30 games a year. I will watch some for the most part. I don't do a bracket. I, I think I may be one of uh, very few Americans that does not fill out a bracket. I don't care. I will watch the final four, maybe. I'm just not that into this. I will be for work purposes, but I don't get nuts over it like everybody else. Yeah, I'm not a bracket guy either, Jerry. And here's the thing. When people that get – if you don't watch NCAA basketball all season, getting psyched for it now doesn't make any sense to me. It's like when the Olympics happen and people are into swimming or ice skating – Ice skating is on year-round. Just no one watches it. Why are you not watching it? Totally Soccer agree. in the World Cup. This is all. These are all equals to me. And if I'm not into it during the season, I can't all of a sudden be interested in these games. My buddy that I did games with, Dallin Cuff, he's a Columbia graduate, and I got very, you know, know him very well. Obviously, he would as these World Cup games would come around, he'd look at me like I was nuts that I wouldn't get into it. My answer to him was always, "I'm not going to be a phony." I don't like MLS. I don't like international soccer. I am now not all of a sudden going to go to a bar and fake it like I have any idea what the hell is going on and start rooting for America. I hope Americans win. I hope they win at everything. Doesn't mean I have to watch it or like it. The one thing I'll watch in the tournament is Harvard just because I've seen them and been around it a little bit with the Ivy League. Um, But I'm with you, man. If I'm not going to watch college basketball all year other than what I did and worked for, I am sure as hell not going to start this week. I also feel like college basketball, and it is, it's a step up from high school basketball. I would never go watch a high school basketball game. This is just the next level. It's a lot better than high school basketball. It's very similar, Jerry. You're really shortchanging these athletes. Yeah. I see. I think, and part of that is that you don't go see it. These guys are elite level athletes. And even you want to laugh at it, even guys in the Ivy League, Al, their bodies are chiseled out of rock which is amazing to me because they're spending so much time on their studies. They also spend seven hours in a gym every day. These guys are really good athletes. And even, I mean, look at the Kentucky team. You're the one that thought they could beat the Knicks. Yes. So college basketball is a lot better than high school basketball. couple steps up. No, no, it's it's a lot better than high school basketball. That one, actually, I got to stop stepping and say that's oh. a little too far. Uh, Jerry, this is happening in the, what team is this? Uh, the Brewers in their locker room. They've got a case of the pink eye going around. Pink eye is disgusting. That's like where (laughs) pus is just coming out of your eyeballs and everything. So they've banned uh, high fives uh, for their team in spring training. No high-fiving people because if you high-five, you're touching your hands and then you're touching your eyeballs. I don't know how more people don't get pink eye and other diseases because 
uh, anyone here could have pink eye, and they could be touching all the door handles here. Which, once again, lends itself to if you're sick, stay home. Yeah. Well, there are certain illnesses where you can come to work because there's not a it's not a real apparent that you're not feeling well. Like, if you have a headache. if you have, That's different. If you have pus coming out of your eyeball... Well, but how about if you're vomiting or you, the other stuff is happening at the other end? Yeah, but that's you, done privately in a bathroom. Correct. But if you can't just keep running one every now and then, especially if you have a job like what we have, where you're on the air, you're on camera, I'm on camera, they're on camera, you can't just be like, Craig, could you excuse me for a moment and then run out of here? I guess right. it might be funny once. It's not funny, though. I mean, it's disgusting. So pus, whatever the other stuff is, no good. And sore throats, I hope one day I come in with a sore throat, I come over and lick Eddie's face and make him get it. Mr. Don't, ah. Jerry, where do you rank these things? Would you rather have pink eye where you have, where you're walking around with pus coming out of your eye Ugh. or a cold sore on your lip? That, to me, is the most disgusting thing. I mean, let's be honest. Because one and one A. I mean, who wants either? If you, you cannot go on a date with um, a cold sore. I'm married. I don't got to worry about that. If I was single, I would think, how is either of them any better? Neither one is better than the other. Yeah. I had a friend of mine who, when he would have a big date, he would somehow talk his mind, and he would his mind would talk his body into, he would get a cold sore. You can stress yourself yeah, into those. Yeah, he'd stress himself out about the, what if I get a cold yes. sore? Yes. And then he would get a cold sore. I have actually read that, that you can stress yourself into uh, markings like that. The mind is very powerful. No, the mind sucks. And I'll tell you why the mind sucks. Because I went to bed last night at 745 after watching the Ranger game because I was tired from the weekend. I did a lot. And I had the alarm set for I was going to sleep till 3 o'clock. I knew what was going on today. It was going to be a good day. I watched everything. Midnight. I'm up. And my mind is racing like a son of a gun. Couldn't go back to sleep. So the mind sucks. I, I disagree. You know, you need some of that mindfulness training that the Knicks do. Um, I well, don't it's know not Ohms. It's, it's just, not Ohms. It's just the mindfulness, being mindful. Oh, is that what you were doing when you talked to yourself about being in a happy place? You're no, I don't talk place? to myself. I do the mindfulness meditations. But you, to, but you listen to a guy talking to you about being in a happy place. No, no, you listen to a guy talking to you. He just goes, focus on your breathing. Like right. he tells you to, you're just paying attention to things other than your crazy mind, Jerry. I, my, my breathing was all over the map last. And then when, what you're supposed to do is when you have those crazy thoughts in your mind, you then focus back on the breath. So you flush them basically. So you, you push them out and then you're focusing back on the breathing thing. Right now we're going to end this portion oh. of the podcast because we're going to move on to another segment. Gotcha. Breathe out. All right. I think we can wake up from that. Uh, what do you call it? Sleep, if you will. I don't know. Not exactly sure, so we move on. <laughs> All right, Blue Jays, how about this one? <laughs> this is so stupid, it's funny. There's a uh, outfielder on the Blue Jays by the name of Kevin Pilar. Uh, he's got a strained oblique. That's not unusual. A lot of guys get strained obliques. Lucas Duda for the Mets, just coming back from a strained oblique. What's interesting about this is that he didn't get it from swinging a bat, but rather from sneezing. I, I don't know about you. I've had some violent sneezes. I've never strained an oblique. And what I don't understand about this is, is these athletes, and we were just talking about the college basketball athletes, what elite-level athlete they, athlete they are, these baseball players, for the most part, are becoming that. It's not longer, the, long gone are the days of Cecil Fielder weighing 400 pounds. You know, I guess there are a couple still out there. How does this happen? I mean, think about what we just said. He sneezed and strained his oblique. I'm trying to figure out if it's worse to do the gigantic over-the-top sneeze and if that's what causes <laughs> this, or... Is it holding in a sneeze that caused the the pull? Are you more of a uh, obnoxious oh, no, loud sneezer? 
See, I do the I do the hold it and I go like this. I go. <laughs> but see, now you're contracting your muscles. I think that's where the injury comes from. So you think he injured himself holding in a sneeze? Well, think about it. When you usually get hurt the most, it's when you tighten up and then you take a hit or something, as opposed to being loose and relaxed and getting hit by surprise, where you usually do not get injured. If you sneeze, I can't believe we're talking about this, but if you sneeze and you have one of those restrictive sneezes like you have. To hold it in. Yes, I could see you, because basically a strain of the oblique is a slight tear. I could see you tearing that oblique. Some people go way over the top. Like they go, oh, A lot of people fake it. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, a lot of women fake it. I mean, that's just, they're looking for attention. Women fake everything, Jerry. Is that true? Hi-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, you, go ahead. I'm sorry. I want you to think about this next time you have to yeah. sneeze. Let it out. I'm still going to hold it in. I was All I right. was uh, brought up to hold it in. It's the polite thing to do. And if I pull an oblique or give myself a hernia, that's part of being polite. And I'm nothing but polite, Jerry. <laughs> pull a hernia? Yeah. That would be a new one. That would be a disaster. Uh, Jerry, um, so Steve Kerr the other day, who's he coached? The Warriors, right? Golden State Warriors? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he he did one of those moves where he benched a lot of his star players because mm. it's getting to that point in the season where you got to rest some guys and for the playoffs or something. Yes. Um, I follow the Knicks partly, so I don't know anything about that. Not this year, you don't. No. And uh, so he, he didn't play a lot of his star players, and he got a lot of complaints from people. It'd be like you, Jerry, if you took your two sons to um, you get to go to one game a year. It's the, this old argument. Uh, you only get to go to one game a year, and the game I go to, Steph Curry and none of the, none of the star players are playing. So a couple of guys had uh, complained and somehow got uh, Steve Kerr's email, which I always love when they go, oh, I emailed Steve Kerr. Ha- Where would you find that, first of all? S. Kerr at GoldenStateWarriors.com, yes, maybe? Yes, I'll tell you exactly what you do. Yeah. You go to the, uh, the the basically the roster and the staff list. Right. Get a corporate email, just plug in Steve Kerr. Yeah. You see if it's like first initial last right. name at GoldenStateWarriors.com or something. Yeah. So he actually wrote a, pe- a couple of people back to apologize um, but I guess that's a weird spot to be in. You you want to rest your players for real sports reasons, and yet ticket prices are so high these days that if I pay for me and my sons to go to a game and the main players aren't playing, that kind of stinks too. Where right, are you at on here, this? Here's where I'm at with this. Here's where we run into a problem. When I don't know, somewhere along the way, when I grew up, sports were sports. It wasn't quote-unquote entertainment. At some point, it became business and entertainment. If you're going to be about business and entertainment, you have to put the stars on the on the court and on the field if you're going to charge ridiculous prices for the common family to go. If you're about sports and it's about winning, lower the damn prices, lower the salaries, and it's about winning championships. You can't have it both ways, and yet here we are trying to have it both ways. The Spurs do this, and now the Warriors are doing it. Uh, the Heat, I'm sure, have done it. I know the Heat did it in San Antonio to get back at the Spur fans. But you're either sports, which is the... Uh, this is another new one. The real reality show. You're either sports or you're entertainment. What are you? Because if it's entertainment, you have to be out there. If it's sports, you want to rest it for a championship, fine. Then don't charge me li- literally $130 a ticket to where if I bring my family, it's going to cost $600. And then I got to buy food. Right. One or the other. What if you got free hot dogs and, no, and sodas? No, no, no. Not for your $130. Kids there to, your kid's there to see Steph Curry. Listen. If I spend $12 a ticket to go see a Nick game, a, a real Nick team, not this team, a real Nick team, 
and it's about winning the championship. And I go there and I spend fifty bucks in today's day and age. And all right, I got to spend fifty dollars on food. Fine, it's a hundred bucks. It's a night out. That's not six hundred. And you want to rest because it's, it's it's about a championship. I'm good with that. You can't charge me Broadway ticket prices and give me some suburban playhouse show. Right. Fair. Perfect. You I'm nailed sorry. it, Jerry. That bothers me. Jerry, here's one final thing. You know, we always talk about Ronda Rousey and how she yeah. just dominates all the women. And uh, there's always talk where people go, oh, Ronda Rousey should fight a dude. I bet she could beat up some of the dudes right. in here. I disagreed with you on that, but yes, I know that. Yeah, I thought maybe she could beat up some dudes like us. Oh, We're absolutely. not fighters. Yes. But she actually uh, came out uh, over the weekend and discussed this and actually made a really great point, which I had not thought about before. And she said the reason she will never fight a guy on television is because... She thinks it's a bad image to have on TV a guy beating up a woman. She's right. I thought it was a really... I had never thought of that angle before. But she happens to be yeah, right. Yeah, happens to be right. So if she doesn't, it'd be great to see her beating up a dude. It, yes, but the problem but right. is if the, it goes the other way, no one wins. If it goes the other way, it looks very bad for everybody. And what does the guy have to gain? Right. He's supposed to win. And yet if he does, he look what he's doing. terrible. Yeah, no, I, I agree with her. I think that's actually a great point she yeah. makes. Beyond all the other things that I think if they're equals, I think she's got a problem anyway. But I'm with her on that one. Yeah. Very much. Are we done? Uh, well, I got one more quick oh, good. one. I thought you would like this. A California man, Jerry, he won the Powerball. Yes. He did not. He was not able to find his misplaced ticket by the deadline. Well, now, hold on. I've seen and stories like this before. How does he know he won? Well, a Southern California man came forward to claim his $1 million prize, but he brought them the ticket too late. Oh, so he had it. Yeah. Well, see, now what the hell is he doing? I, I don't get Six that. Six-month deadline. So he sat on that ticket. One mil. So this is one of these guys who probably plays 100 tickets a day and just checks them randomly, never assuming or expecting to win, which yeah. is understandable. And then one day he goes back and notices his numbers actually came out and he blew a million bucks. Yeah, a million bucks. Boy, what a moron, huh? That one stinks. That one. What would you do? How upset would you be with yourself? I'd be very, well, I, I'm so organized this would never happen to me. Right, because you'd go the next day to. I'd check go the it. next day. Yeah, right. I'd have it. I'd have the ticket out. Uh, well, you don't have one of those. See, you don't have one of those carefree type minds either. You spend money. You want to know where the money's going. Yes. What what, it, what you're getting for it. What use is being put? I, so you, I, yeah, this wouldn't happen to you. You know how you get a carefree mind, Jerry? Mindfulness training. I think that's a like great segue and a great way to end. All right, take it easy, everybody. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.